This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 209, Baking Many Cookies with All Ears English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. How do you know when to use much versus many? Listen in today for a fun example involving cooking and baking. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How's it going, Aubrey? Good. I made some cookies last night that were delicious. Oh my gosh. What flavor cookies did you make? I have to know. I almost always make oatmeal chocolate chip. It's my mother-in-law's recipe. They're to die for. And we made so many. We made like four batches because we wanted to share them with all of our neighbors. But they're very delicious. That's so funny. I don't know that I've heard a lot about oatmeal and chocolate chip in one cookie. Usually oh, it's either to. or. Mm, I don't like oatmeal cookies without <laughs> chocolate neither. chip. It's delicious if you have both. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm not a big oatmeal cookie person because I feel like oatmeal cookies alone are kind of a disappointment, yeah, right? Because you no. want the sweet, you know? Mm-hmm. You haven't had mine yet. You'll, you would okay. love them. Okay, <laughs> well, you have to cook them for me someday, someday. So you said you, you cooked a ton of cookies. Yes, How many, so many did you cook again? Oh, oh man, so that's totally. I bet there were like 100. So many, so, so many, 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 many cookies. And yeah. you did you go around to your neighbors and share them then? Yeah, my kids took them to Aww. took a big plate of them to each neighbor family. They're sort of oh. famous. My daughter makes them now with me and they everybody knows, you know, that's cool, so cool. Her grandma's cookies, right? They're my mother-in-law's cookies and they love them, so they'll request them from her sometimes. Oh. My daughter's in culinary arts at school now, so she's okay. learning to cook and bake at school. She loves yes. to practice at home. That. And this is the best way for her to practice. That is so cool because she kind of has an audience to cook for, right? The yes. whole neighborhood. And it's very like appreciative. Something- <laughs> yeah, who appreciates it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it feels like something from the past, this idea of cooking and bringing them to our neighbors. It's so nice, actually. It is. It's We're really lucky nice. we have a very close-knit yeah. cul-de-sac with neighbors. We've gotten to know them all really well. It's more like Framily. Have you heard that where you combine Framily. friends and family? <laughs> we have a big family. <laughs> I love it. Do you have a Friendsgiving with them sometimes? 
We did. Yes, we did one time when nobody really had plans with family. Mm -hmm. We did that one time in the cul-de-sac on tables outside. It was fantastic. (laughs) You can only do that in Arizona. That's true. Because it's still quite nice at Thanksgiving time here. (laughs) That's amazing. I love that. It sounds like you have a really nice community of neighbors. And I'm kind of jealous. I live in Denver. It's kind of more of a city atmosphere. And people are really nice. And I do see them. I know Mm -hmm. the girl I see at the workout club, she has a dog. And we've said hi. But I wouldn't be able to go over and offer her cookies, although I could try someday. We could yeah, try. It couldn't hurt. She might throw couldn't them in hurt. the trash, but yeah, no. who knows? <laughs> I know. Dangerous. <laughs> I know. We are really lucky. We do fire pits together and we play oh. pickleball in the clothes. We hang out a ton. It's so nice because they're right there and they have kids yeah. to play with my kids. It's just Perfect. the ideal situation. That is awesome. So you brought all these many, many, many cookies, baked mm-hmm. all these many, many, many cookies and brought them around the neighborhood. So today we're talking about these two keywords, guys, that again, we are in our top 15 mistakes series. Number four, we're getting down here and we're going to be at number one soon enough. But this is a big mistake, guys. And what is the mistake, Aubrey, that we hear our listeners making? Yes, it's using the words much and many when discussing quantities. It's important to think about the meaning of these words, right? Mm -hmm. They are Mm -hmm. used differently and it is very glaring to natives when we use the wrong one. So this is all about count and non-count nouns. Sometimes you'll hear them called countable nouns or uncountable nouns. Yep. Grammar teachers call them all different things, but it doesn't matter what we call them because the point is, think about what you're counting, right? That's the key difference. Are you counting a mass of something or, or are you counting pieces, of something. I think that's probably the key differentiator. What do you think, Aubrey? Exactly, right? When we're making these cookies, we ended up with so many cookies, but initially we had so much cookie dough because that's like the solid mass. You can't, it's not little pieces you would count. There are so many chocolate chips in Mm -hmm. the cookie dough because I could count those chocolate chips. Exactly. So we're going to give you guys in today's episode a bunch of examples of you know what you would use much with this mass idea. And then we're going to go into many and talk about the individual pieces. But again, a mistake we don't want to make. So when we're talking about making those cookies, again, what are some things that we would use much with? Yeah. So powdery substances or grainy mm-hmm. substances like sugar or flour. Say there's yeah. so much sugar in these cookies. <laughs> Right. Because it's not like you can break out one little grain of sugar, right? So that's not individual. It's a it's a mass. It's a group of pieces of sugar, right? Exactly. And this is tricky because someone could say, how mm. many grains of sugar are in a bag True. could you estimate, right? So if you're talking yes. about them as individual grains, yes, how many grains of sugar? But even then you couldn't say how many sugar, right? We'd t- then exactly. talk about the individual grains of sugar. Yep. And even more likely, probably something like how many bags of sugar do we need to yep. buy? You mm-hmm. guys probably, because they usually come in those packages, right? You probably needed to buy a few packages of sugar for all mm-hmm. those people. That And flour is another one. Now, you yeah. can't really separate it out. There are no pieces of flour. <laughs> exactly. Something like that that's powder is always going to be much, so much flour. So yeah. many bags Powdery. of flour, but we're talking about the actual powder. It's always going to be much, so much, much flour. flour. So much. And again, you wouldn't really say much flour on its own, right? So it's just so much flour, as Aubrey said. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then what about the yummy things in the world like honey, butter, and milk? (laughs) Exactly right. Liquids, semi-liquids, semi-solids. These Mm -hmm. we would say much because, of course, they're not individual pieces that could be counted. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And when you're measuring it out, 
then you can count it like a tablespoon of honey, right? Mm-hmm. Two tablespoons of honey. So guys, you're, it's not like the whole time you're going to use one, one much or one many. You're going to interchange these all the time, depending on how you're presenting the word. Exactly. It's all about context, right? How many tablespoons of honey are in mm-hmm. that recipe? Because we're yeah. counting the tablespoon now. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And then money, just to go away from cookies, where this is a random example. (laughs) Talking about money, which one does that fall into? Which camp? Yeah. If we're talking about it abstractly, we would say too much money or, you know, never enough. But if you talk about, does anyone really say too much money? I don't know. Too much money. No, no, definitely not. Well, if you say that guy, his priorities have changed because he has too much money. Right. Exactly. And I'm assuming you didn't charge for these cookies, right? No, they were on the house. They were free. gift. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You could also break it down. We could put it in the other camp if we wanted to say dollars, right? Mm -hmm. Quarters, dollars, pennies. Coins, Does anyone even? Yeah. yeah. Then Does we would say even, yeah, so many coins, so many, so many dollars. Coins. Yep. Well, I think we were having a coin shortage at one oh, point yeah. in the U.S. And I don't even know if people use coins anymore. Do you still use coins? Like, do you pay in coins? Do you receive coins? Not often. I feel like the only time I need coins is when we go to an arcade or a okay, restaurant yeah. that has little dispensing machines and then my kids yep. want quarters. But yeah, we don't use coins as much or cash even as much. It's so Not much even. more plastic credit cards. I know. It's true. It's so That's changed a lot for me over the last few years, mm-hmm. just switching to plastic But it does make sense because it's safer. You get points and you build your credit score. So it's actually really good. It's better than money. Yeah. Yeah. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Anyway, so side about point. many, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. we did talk about, you know, individual grains of sugar, right? We would mm-hmm. count them individually. So it'd say yep. so many grains yep, and groups of items, right? Yep. Chocolate mm-hmm. chips, marshmallows, marshmallows or berries, we would say mm-hmm. so many. All of this we can count. Right. Again, and you could pick out each piece, right? Each chocolate chip. So many chocolate chips. Can I have three chocolate chips, right? Can I have three marshmallows? Uh, and then other things like that are containing the things, right? Cups, teaspoons, bags. Again, we mentioned before, how many bags of sugar did you buy mm-hmm. to make all these cookies? Those are countable. Yeah, okay, countable guys, units, cups, teaspoons, bags. One note here, I, I do feel like natives will much more often say a lot of instead of many. Like, okay, yeah, I got a lot true. of flour. I got a lot of chocolate chips. When we really say many is like you were saying, Lindsay, with the so to emphasize yeah. how much there was. 
there were so many chocolate chips, right? Yeah, that's an important point. We're showing you guys native and natural English, right? Not necessarily what you'd see in your textbook. So that Mm -hmm. is what natives do. They use a lot of much more often, 100%. And a side note, because I was just talking about this with an IELTS student this morning. If you happen to be preparing for IELTS, don't say a lot of or many because especially in your task two writing essay, there are so many more higher level ways to say this, like a plethora, a myriad, a multitude to get your vocabulary score up. That is so good. There's so much you can do on IELTS for your vocab score, right, Aubrey? Can you just let our listeners know, by the way, if they are taking IELTS anytime in the next year, where they can go to find more about that? Yes, we have another podcast called IELTS Energy. Three episodes every week with tips, strategies, vocab that's perfect for the IELTS exam, how to use it, how to get the score you need on IELTS. So make sure to follow us over there, IELTS Energy. Yes, go over there, guys. Check it out. So now, Aubrey, let's do a role play. Let's do it. So what are we doing here? What are we doing? Okay, so you and I are grocery shopping. (laughs) Yeah. Sticking with the cookies, we're going to discuss the amounts needed for a chocolate chip cookie recipe. You want to start us off? All right, here we go. So how much flour do we need? The recipe calls for two cups. So that small bag will work. Okay, perfect. And how many teaspoons of vanilla? I have a tiny bit left, but it might not be enough. We need two teaspoons, so let's buy a new bottle. This recipe calls for both baking powder and baking soda, right? Yes. How much of each? Oh, it looks like one and a half teaspoons of baking powder and one teaspoon of baking soda. Okay, we've got that. You probably have salt, right? How much do we need? Oh, just one teaspoon. Yes, I have plenty of salt at my place. Okay, so just chocolate chips. How many do we need? Two cups. So one bag should do it. All right, we're all set. Let's go make cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baking is so precise, isn't it? Compared to cooking, it's so yes. precise. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. We'll watch cooking shows. And yeah. it's one thing to saute some vegetables, but then these amazing chefs will just bomb a cake and right. it'll fall oh. and be a hot mess. And it's interesting because yeah, it's so precise. Right. I'd like to watch Bobby Flay try to bake a cake or something, right? Right. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. The great British baking show is so great, but it's the same thing. Even these great bakers, things will just totally fall apart because... So which... which, Because it's not... Yeah. Which would you rather be, Aubrey? Would you rather be a celebrity chef or a celebrity baker? Ooh, interesting. I think a celebrity chef. I'd rather not be a celebrity of either, actually. I don't want to be a celebrity. I don't know if we've talked about this, but I value too much being able to like go to the park with no one taking photos of me and no one caring that I'm there. I value my anonymity, but I would rather be a good chef for cooking like meals rather than baking. I feel like I am pretty good at baking and I'd love to be better at creating really savory dishes with the right sauces and seasonings. Yeah. You know, that's it's easier to make healthy meals, first of all. Sure. I want to be able to get my kids to eat things. So I mm. definitely prioritize um cooking skills cooking. over baking. What about you? Yeah. Well, there's definitely a lot more room for creativity. Like we said, you don't have to be that precise. So I think of mm-hmm. it as a bit more of an art cooking itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I think I would rather be a celebrity chef. And you sure. would want to be a celebrity <laughs> chef. Oh, man. I, there's something I like. It's not so much the fame, but it's more about the idea of taking something to such an incredible level of mastery that you're True. just so darn good. Like you're the best in your entire field. There's like 10 of them, right? That they all know each mm-hmm. other. Something about that I really like. It would be better to be a celebrity chef other than a lot of celebrity. You would be less recognizable. I could not pick out a celebrity chef, I don't think, unless they're famous on TV too. 
No, actually, we were in New York last summer, and we we happened to see uh, Anne Burrell was a is a celebrity chef from one of those cooking shows, and she was right there eating dinner, <laughs> living but, her life. But I don't know if everyone would have picked her out. We just like that show. So, anyways, moving well, in on. New York City too, it's easier to be famous there because people don't care as much. They see celebrities yeah, all the time. They leave you alone. Yes. Whereas yes, most exactly. other places. They're making a big deal about it, following you around with paparazzi. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So should we go through the role play for our listeners? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So first, we you said, how much flour do we need? Yes. We would yeah. never say how many flour. It's a powder. It's something no. you can't count. Exactly. So that's really straightforward, I hope, by now for our listeners. And then I said, how many teaspoons of vanilla? Right. How many? Because guys, we're counting that. Right. One teaspoon, two teaspoons, three. Yes. And again, with baking powder, baking soda, these are powders. So we say how much of each. Mm -hmm. Yep. How much of each? And I lost my place. Let's see. Where are we here? So then I said, (laughs) you probably have salt. And again, I said, how much do we need? Because of salt, even though you can count the individual greens, maybe grains, powders, things like that, we would Mm -hmm. not want to count them. So we say, how much, how much do we need? Exactly. How much do we need? And then I, you said, okay, so just chocolate chips. How many do we need? Again, chocolate chips are countable. Mm-hmm. We could count each of those little chips if we wanted to. Yep, exactly. So we would say how many because they are individual pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like Thankfully, we have cleared this up really well. I it think so. is kind of complicated and and we do hear um, language learners mess these up a lot. It just takes yep. that second to think about what am I describing? Could I count it? And then you'll know which to use. Yeah. And then by then, guys, it'll start to become a habit and you'll start to learn chunks and you won't have to go back. But in the beginning, you do have to do a bit of that exercise in your head. You may rehearse it a bit in their mind before you say it and think about which one it is, much or many. But yep. I love it. Exactly. I love it. Yeah, Important so thing is to start cooking. Get cooking, right? And I'm take now cookies I'm to your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Aubrey. All right. Thanks for coming on the show today. I'll see you soon. Awesome. Thanks. See okay. ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, Follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.